Blog Talk Radio. Everybody, welcome to another edition, a special Friday night edition of Sports of the Legend. I'm my co-host, Macaulay Matthew. I'm, of course, Way Mamo. What's up, Mac? How you doing? Hey, hey, man. How's it going? Not much, man. Glad to be on the show with you. Hey, glad to be on, as usual. All right, man. We got we got busy, busy show, man. We couldn't wait until tomorrow night to do it. That's how busy it was. So, oh yeah. You know, we're gonna dive right into it. Um, you know, we're going to talk about the Mets, you know, um, their big move, the historic move that they did, uh, you know, um, giving Lindor that massive contract. We're going to dive into that first. We're going to talk about, um, you know, how, you know, the, you know, COVID affected the Mets season yet again. Uh, we're also going to talk about the Yankees, you know, um, you know, they didn't have the start that they, they expected against the, you know, the Blue Jays. Uh, but, you know, obviously it's one game. We'll, we'll get into that as well. Uh, we'll talk about the the Nets, the, Nets, the Knicks, who, who's a little, you know, who are in a, a tailspin right now. Um, and then, of course, we'll talk about, um, you know, WrestleMania. We'll preview WrestleMania and other stuff. So if you want to talk about any of these topics or more, uh, please feel free to call us at 563 999 3529. That's 563-999-3529. Again, feel free to call in and talk about any of these topics and more, but we will not delay. Let's let's get right into it. So, um, leading off, um, you know, the Mets, they had a, you know, a deadline that they had to, um, they had to sign Lindor uh, before opening day, which would have been Thursday, which, you know, we're going to get into that in a few seconds or so. Um, but, you know, um, the Mets, you know, they, you know, they, they got the job done. They, you know, they, um, they negotiated with uh, Lindor on the eve of what would have been opening, uh, opening night against the Nationals. So like basically on the literally in the eleventh hour, they um you know they announced that uh, Francisco Lindor and the New York Mets agreed to a ten-year, three hundred forty-one million dollar contract. And mind you, this is how historic is this contract? Not only is this is the biggest contract in Mets history, doubles the contract that uh, David Wright had. Um, it literally is the third largest contract in MLB history. I mean, I mean, I'm I'm shocked saying this as a Met fan. I mean, for for like decades we've been begging, we've been pleading for for um you know the Wilpons to to make a move like this, you know, i.e. A Rod or or any of the guys they you know they went after you know in the past twenty years, but. You know the well ponds they they never pulled the trigger on the stuff, like reportedly, even the piazza trade uh that went down in ninety eight it was because of you know the late great uh you know Nelson Doubleday is why they they had the um they made the move you know um, but you know kudos to to um Sandy Alderson and of course Steve Cohen, you know sitting down with him having dinner. You know, um, and um, ultimately coming down with the deal. Apparently, you know, the asking price was twelve. Year, Lindor's asking price was twelve years. Um, you know, three hundred and what was it three hundred eighty nine? I, I can't even remember the number right now. Um, some ridiculous, crazy, um, like ridiculous amount of money. You know, and uh, the Mets offer was, you know, 10 years, 
325. So, you know, me and you were, were talking about it, you know, off the air, you know, for the past couple of days, you know, messaging each other back and forth, basically. And uh, basically, I was saying, like, you know, 10, you know, the the, the highest that they, they should go is 10 years, 350, if they had to go that far. 400, 400 million for anybody. I mean, obviously, Lindor is a, you know, a, a top player. You know, he's a premier player, you know, for the shortstop position and, and, you know, in the major leagues overall. But, I mean, 400 million, I mean, that's, 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 that's insane. I mean, I know Trout is the only guy who, who has that amount, you know, and as great as a player he is, you know, you know, the Angels need to do a better job of building a, a, a you know, a team around him. You know, obviously, $400 million on one person is going to, you know, eat up a lot of payroll, you know. Um, but, yeah, I'm just glad the Mets was able to pull it off. And if they didn't, you know, it would have been, a, you know, a, this huge dark cloud hovering over Lindor that, you know, you know, wouldn't look right. It wouldn't be a good look with him, you know, with the Mets fans, you know. And the organization, you know, for letting this guy essentially walk away, you know, walk away via free agency if they're not able to agree on a deal, um, you know, in October or later than that. So, you know, good thing they did that. So then you then, uh, you know, Thursday come around, probably Thursday afternoon, they announced that the the um, the opening night game, which would have which would have. Um, had a, another epic duel between um, Max Serger and, and Jacob DeGrom, you know, two of the game's, you know, best pitchers in the game battling it out. You know, that would have been an epic matchup, you know, in, in the nation's capital. And, um, you know, unfortunately, you know, there were some uh, players on the Nationals who, were, who, who got stricken with COVID. And as a result, uh, you know, um, basically – that game and ultimately the entire series, which would have been Thursday, um, Saturday, and Sunday, got um, postponed. So as a result, um, you know, the Mets are going to start their season in Philadelphia. They're going to have um, Jacob deGrom. They're going to have um, Strowman. And I think Peterson might be the other person who's pitching that game, the third game. And then they're also going to – and then – the regular season will be Thursday, um, Thursday um, with um, uh, what's his name, Taiwan Walker, the newest uh, Met starter. He's going to make his his debut Thursday night. He's going to be thrown right into the fire, City Field. But um, you know, I'm I'm looking forward to this season. I mean, I'm I'm bummed that the game got postponed, but you know, what what can you do? But uh, Mac. Uh, what's your thoughts on, you know, the Lindor signing and to uh, the postponement for the, the Mets season thus far? Oh, the Mets overpaid. I mean, plain and simple, they overpaid. I mean, Lindor, he's a great player. He's one of the best shortstops in baseball. But, I mean, $340 million over 10 years, I mean, that's a lot of money and commitment to, you know, a player. So I mean, that's that's too much money, man. I wouldn't have done it, you know. Um, I would only do it for a guy who's like one in a million. I mean, yes, I know Lindor. You know, he's had some several good seasons. You know, where he's hit thirty plus home runs. Um, I don't I don't think he's had a hundred RBI season yet, has he? Uh, I think mean, he's, he's, he's been close. I don't know if he's ever he's gotten a hundred RBIs. He probably has, but um, I would assume so because he he's hit thirty home runs at, at least maybe once or twice in his career. Uh, his his career high was like um, he said he said thirty home runs at least twice. I yeah. think he, his, his 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 career high I think was a few years ago, which was I think thirty eight. Uh, yeah. Let's see if I could look through his. Yeah, I'm looking at stats. He has he's he's never reached a hundred RBIs. He came close in 2018. It looks like. Uh, wow. yes, you are correct. Um, yeah, hit the highest. Yeah, you're right. So basically, yeah, the biggest home run he's hit was in uh 2018. Uh, highest home run total is 
uh, was 20, uh, yeah, 38 home runs in 2018. Yeah, this was his best career, best career um, period. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that's that's a lot of money to invest in the player. Um, I mean, I would have been fine if the Mets. It would have been fine if Mets did three hundred million. I think that would have been the max that I would have given him. But uh, three hundred forty million, three hundred fifty, or anything above that, you know, that's a ridiculous contract. But you now he's gonna have to live up to it. Now that's the thing. Now, so mm-hmm. pressure is gonna be on him to perform. You know, on this New York spotlight. So hopefully he does. But uh, you know, it could be a risk to it. There could be a reward to it. You know, hopefully mm-hmm. it's a reward. You know, he lives up to his contract and he helps the Mets and helps helps them win their uh, that elusive championship that they've been waiting for. Mm-hmm. You know, for the last uh, thirty five years, thirty plus years. So. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's a risky deal. You know, because mm-hmm. Mets have been hurt. Financially, you know, mm-hmm. going back to the Madoff scandal. So, hopefully, this doesn't, you know, affect them that much. But we'll see. We'll see how it turns out. I hear you. Um, yeah, but you know, the 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 end of the day, you know, um, he wanted to make a bigger, he wanted to make, uh, you know, more money than uh than uh Tatis Fernando Tatis Jr. You know, which I mean, he he's making, he's, he, you know, and he did that by he's he's gonna make like. One million more than than uh, Tatis Jr. will make uh, from from the contract, because um, you know he he added he you know he made sure he had that extra one million than Tatis does. So um, even Tatis, I think it was overpaid. Well, yeah, Tatis, I, I didn't even hit close to thirty home runs yet. Yeah, and he's only been in baseball for like a few well, years, just a few years. So. You know, I I think these teams are going crazy right now with these contracts. I mean, uh, yeah, well. I agree with you. I, I totally agree with you. Like the contracts are excessive. Um, I do I do agree that um, for, uh, you know Lindor, you know he, he he's had a lot more success than uh, you know Tati. Oh, yeah, he has more has. experience and yeah. more experience. He's been to the World Series. You know, yeah, he's been a leader of the team. You know, obviously the the Padres are up and coming. You know. Obviously, the Mets. I guess in, the Mets, in a sense, are up and coming too. I mean, they have some of the people. They have some of the players, the remnants of the 2015 uh, National League champion teams. But you know, um, yeah, as a whole, they're they're a young. They're still a young uh, core, and yeah. you know, with Lindor as a, a young veteran, you know, the Mets are hoping that um, you know he could be the final piece or one of the pieces to uh met solving their their championship drought. So I mean I think it's a I think it's a great move. Yeah, do I think they pay too much? Yeah, of course they pay too much. Um I mean no I mean realistically speaking, you know I mean unless if you're finding a cure for cancer or or anything like that, should people be getting paid like money like this. But uh, as a player wise, you know, compared to other players and all that stuff I mean Lindor. He's a. I mean he's a superstar player. He's a, a very talented, uh, you know, young guy. And you know by baseball standards, you know, you know he got paid. You know he got paid well. And you know, obviously there's going to be pressure on him. But you know I think, you know, in my opinion, as long as he brings a championship to the Mets, I mean he wants to win too. He wants to win at least two. But hey, for me, as long as he wins a championship, you know. For the Mets, you know, I'll, I'll be more more than satisfied with what he's doing, whatever he puts up. You know, I'll worry about year ten, uh, ten years from now. So, you know, I just I just hope, you know, everybody can stay healthy and, um, you know, he can, you know, hopefully have a Hall of Fame career. I mean, he has what I think one hundred thirty eight home uh, thirty eight home runs with Cleveland. So, you know, hopefully, you know, you know he'll hit several hundreds more and, um, you know, lead the Mets to the title, you know. Yeah. So, you can ask for. Hopefully that's the case. Yeah. So, right now, all I'm thinking about is, you know, they got to lock up uh, Conforto. You know, they got to lock him up like he stole something, you know. 
<laughs> so yeah. they gotta they gotta make a deal done with Conforto, and then and then they're gonna have to worry about the Grom soon. Oh yeah 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 again yeah. But number one they gotta they gotta worry about they gotta worry about Conforto, and once they lock, they sign them to extension uh, extension, then all Mets fans are gonna feel like very comfortable. So <laughs> you know yeah. so. But yeah, the Grom, yeah. I mean, the Grom, you know, he you know, he has a great deal as well, but you know, like you were saying on a baseball sense, you know, he has that opt out. So, you know, business-wise, he might opt out and try to make more money. And you know, the Mets are going to have to you know, pay him pay him more money to keep him, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. he is the best pitcher in baseball, you know. I mean, if if the Grom keeps having a few more years like this, and the Mets actually you know score some runs for him, you know, as you know, the, they, their offense should should um, improve, you know, with Lindor and um, James McCann, you know, um, who who's improved offensively um, over the past couple of years. I mean, along with the other young guys they have, you know, the Mets offense should improve, but you know, paper, you know, on paper. You know that's one thing, but you know they gotta they gotta do it on the field and at the plate. So you know we'll see we'll see what 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 happens with them. And and another thing is the Mets are in the toughest division in um in all of baseball. You know the NFC. The, I mean the NFE the 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 ANL East. What am I talking about? I'm thinking. Think of that. Think about your boys. <laughs> think about your Giants. <laughs> oh man. Uh, the NL East. So yeah, I mean, see that's how tough it is. They're messing up my mind. <laughs> They're messing up my mind. <laughs> you know that. You know the NL East. You know, and that's how tough it is. They, the Marlins, they were they were a wild card team. Obviously, it was a shortened season because of the pandemic, the ongoing pandemic, but. They're not even. They're expected not even to make the playoffs this year, and you know the Mets are going to be battling the the Braves, the Phillies, the Nationals, and who knows, maybe even the Marlins too, because uh, you know the Marlins for the first time in their history they won they won the wild card, but they didn't win the champion. They, they didn't win the World Series, so who knows? I mean, who knows what's going to happen? So you know, I'm just looking forward for this season, and. Um, you know, let's go Mets. Let's see what they do Monday night. You know, I'm predicting a win for the Grom. Keep our, you know, the best um, opening day, you know, winning percentage of all time for any franchise intact. You know, the Grom get the W. Lindor hits his first home run in the first. And um, away we go. Let's, let's go Mets. Let's see what happens. Now... Let's let's shift gear um, to the Yankees and um, yeah the Yankees you know they um, you know they they were the first baseball team to to host um, you know host their their home well they're the only New York team to play basically now I think about because of this pandemic you know st- shut down our series so Yankees were the first team the first New York team uh, to play uh, you know baseball. Um, you know, with the fans returning, and um, you know, Garrett Cole he pitched well. Uh, he he went what um, five and a third. Unfortunately, you know, he gave up two runs, including a home run, which you know he admits he wished he had that slider back to um, uh, Tiasco Tiasco Hernandez, and um, you know, a good a positive sign from the from the team was. Um, you know Gary Gary Sanchez hitting a home run, uh, but uh, you know fortunately for the pinstripes, um, you know they you know they weren't able to come come through. You know the um, and there's a and you, I don't know if you heard of a weird stat, but do you know how many walk off hits um, Aaron Judge has so far in his career? How many walk off hits? Mm-hmm. Wow, I'd say probably none so far. Unfo- yeah, unfortunately, shockingly, none. I, I was shocked when I heard this. I would have thought he had like three or five, but you know, he's had some he, big postseason hits, but not walk off. Yeah, hits. but yeah, you know, hopefully, well, uh, with the Yankees, most like he has plenty of opportunities to to do that. He might even do it tomorrow, for all we know. So yeah, you know, you know right now people are panicking. I mean, I didn't see most of the game. 
because I was mm-hmm. uh, at work yesterday afternoon. Mm-hmm. But I did watch the highlights. You know, Cole, like you said, pitched well. Uh, he did give up that hanging slider in the sixth inning uh, to Hernandez, uh, which went over the left field wall. Um, it's a good sign to see Gary Sanchez homers. I mean, the the problem with Gary, Gary there's no debate that he has power. The only he's thing scary. is, yeah, he's scary, and you know, the only issue is him um, being consistent. Because the last few years he hasn't been consistent with his hitting. He's been striking out much. Um, you know, we want to see, you know, the Gary Sanchez that we saw in 2018. You know, that's the Gary that we want to see again. Um, so hopefully, you know, we'll we'll see that Gary Sanchez again. And uh, yesterday was a good sign, him uh, hitting that home run. Um, to put us up 2-1, but we couldn't hold on to the lead. And, um, you know, we ended up losing that game in the 10th inning uh, when Nick Nelson, uh, you know, gave up that hit to Randall Grishuk. I think Grishuk is his name. Oh, yeah, Grishuk. Was it, Grishuk, was it the 12th yeah. or was it the 10th? I can't remember. It, it was the 10th. Um, okay. And uh, Aaron Judge couldn't catch it. They went over his head. Um, and, yeah, we ended up losing the game and uh, – uh, well, I mean, Judge had an opportunity um, to win the game in the bottom of the what was it the, the bottom of the tenth, but fortunately uh, couldn't cash in. So well, tomorrow's another day, and we have uh, Corey Kluber making his regular season Yankees debut. So hopefully he can pitch well and get us a win tomorrow. So you know, too much panic right now. It's only the first game. So let's not go crazy, everyone, all right? There's 161 more games to go in this season. That being the the um, the voice of reason. Yeah. There's too many damn games in this season. I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> that is very true. But, um, yeah, um, the the again the Yankees you know they lost by the final score of uh, three to two in the tenth and um, yeah the Yankees you know they 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 have a chance tomorrow to bounce back and then they'll be e- everything will be even literally and figuratively speaking so the series isn't over yet so yep it's just a regular you know they'll if they win tomorrow they'll just need the rubber match on Sunday and. It'll be a, a positive victory. So exactly. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. It was just uh, you know obviously some Yankee fans felt like they had shades of the Yankees in the recent postseason. You know, with those guys. You know, especially Stanton and and um, you know Judge striking out. You know, in those situations, but. Um, well, I mean, it's I a new season, you know, it's, you know, it I, can't be panicking after the first yeah. game. I mean, come on, let's not be ridiculous, you know? Yeah, I think, I, I mean, I agree with you. I think I even heard that they said some Yankee fans were booing Stanton, you know, because obviously they felt like oh, he yeah. just... What, what's your thoughts on that? Uh, Well, I mean, Stanton, I mean, you got to give him credit. Uh, in the, the postseason last year, he was pretty much the guy that was clutch for us, if you think about it. Mm-hmm. You know, he had some big hits in the postseason last year. So um, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to boo him because uh, I know mm-hmm. this guy's going to put up some crooked numbers as right. the season goes on. It's just a matter of him staying healthy. It's a question. I mean, throughout his career, he hasn't been able to play a full 162-game season, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, not 162-game season, but, you know. What's his play? Yeah, yeah. But um, I think he'll be fine, you know. And, uh, again, let's not go crazy yeah. So, yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens with the Yankees. Yeah, uh, 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 you know, as the the the, the week goes along. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah. Moving on to the Knicks, man. Yeah, the Knicks. They've. Man, what can what can you say, man? They have they have not been playing well these last couple of games, man. They've They've had the the what was it the their their losing streak they lost the the first game they lost this in this streak this losing streak uh, was a close game but these last two games especially the the Minnesota game I mean that I mean 
there's no excuse for them blowing these leads. These these leads, you know, the, the, this late. You know, if they want to be a legit playoff team, they can't be losing these games. Yeah, I'm with you, man. And uh, they, since the, uh, I mean, Randall, he these last several games he hasn't looked good. I mean, tonight he only had 14 points. I mean, you know, he was looking like an MVP, MVP caliber player, you know, before the All-Star break. But now, uh, you know, he's been playing really, really bad. So he needs to get his act together, especially since, you know, he he indicated that he wants to be a leader for this team. You know, he hasn't been acting like a leader recently. And right now we're on a three-game losing streak, so... Um, you know, we gotta we gotta start winning some of these games because right now, you know, it looks like the East is getting tighter. You know, you have a lot of teams right now that are hovering, you know, around that five hundred mark. So we can't lose these games or else we're gonna be out of the playoff picture. I mean, you hit you hit it right on the head. I mean, it, it, it's it, the the season's you know yeah the half the the, the um ended like maybe at, what a few weeks ago, but. Yeah, the season is gonna end once you snap, you snap your fingers and blink. Season's gonna be over. They gotta get their act together. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Oh yeah, did you hear what Carl Edwards was saying about the about R.J. Barrett at at the end of the game? Um, when the when the the Knicks blew like a what was an eighteen point lead. I didn't. I heard. I heard that he was saying something, but what exactly did he say? Yeah, he was doing like an interview, and he was saying like, you know, they wanted to keep the ball out of Randall's hand, you know, for that last play of the game, and then he and he they were, he was saying like, you know, he wanted R.J. Barrett to have the ball, and he said if R.J. Barrett beat him, they would have been they would have been they would have been cool with that. So it was basically, it was like he didn't th- he didn't he didn't think he he thought he basically was thinking like R.J. Barrett's the scrub, like he can't he you know he can't play in he can't perform in the big spots is what he was. Wait. He said if R.J. Barrett hit it, he would have been cool with that. Yeah, he he would have got it. He would have been cool with it. Like that, that kind of contradicts what he what what he said. So he said they wanted to keep the ball out of their Randall's hand. Randall's hand. Oh, Randall's so, hand. Oh, yeah, okay. because they felt like Randall was more of a bigger threat. So oh, their strategy okay. was for Barrett to have the ball instead of Randall, and okay. they felt like he, you know, Barrett wouldn't be able wouldn't be clutch enough to make the shot. So uh, let's say if that, and basically you were saying like if the plan would have backfired, he would have been cool with it because strategically it would have been better for him, for Barrett to have the ball instead of Randall. And unfortunately, he, you know, in this incident he was right. I mean, unfortunately, you know, Randall. I mean, uh, Barrett wasn't able to um, come through. He didn't have a good game uh, again today too. Um, well, I mean, but, Randall, uh, 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 Barrett. Sorry. He's mm-hmm. having a very good season. Yeah, know? he is, absolutely. Just 17 yeah. points. I mean, he does have to improve his uh, jump shot a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, but he's been having a good season. And people forget, I mean, th- this guy's only 21 years old. Exactly. I forget. And yep. Obi Toppin is older than him. Can you believe that? And he's been in the league longer than Obi Toppin. So, <laughs> I know. you know, he has a lot of potential going forward. So, yep. you know, he – all these people doubting him, you know, he's gonna prove his doubters wrong soon. Yeah, uh, and I'm surprised Carl Edwards is saying that too, because Carl Edwards is a young player himself. You know, from the, like talking smack on RJ Barrett, like that. And RJ, like you said, RJ Barrett is having a a good year. You know, he's having a, a pretty good year, especially for a young guy like that. RJ Barrett, like he has he has the potential to be a, a closer, a closer, a clutch type, you know, player in the game, like a guy you'd want to have the ball in the last shot. He yeah. just needs a little bit more maturation, man. But yeah, yeah, he's still a young guy, you know. So he is has a. I mean, this guy could be like a Paul Pierce, mm-hmm. you know, type player. I see. So mm-hmm. exactly. And it took Paul Pierce forever to win that championship. You know, he had the, they they had to form the big three plus Rondo yeah. for them to win that title. And up until that point, they you know they you know he they people were like viewing him like a loser, you know. Paul Pierce until he he finally got the big one, you know they yeah. felt like he was a talented player, you know. But him and and um you know the you know the um Antoine Walker, Walter McCarty kind of um you know um Celtic teams you know 
they they felt like those were talented teams, but they never they never got over the hump. You know, it was until he he had Paul Pierce and and Garnett. I mean, not Paul Pierce. Obviously. Ray Allen. Ray Allen. You know, Garnett and uh, you know, of course Rondo. You know, yeah. For them to for them to finally win it. So, yeah. You know, you never know how. Like the same goes. It's not how you start. It's how you finish. So, um, you know, who knows? You know, once he gets get some pieces around him and you know RJ Barrett becomes one of the the the, the best players instead of the number 2 guy on the team you know he'll improve with less pressure on him so again it's it's still way too young for him you know to um you know to judge him on you know just because he didn't make he didn't make the last shot or you know he he hasn't been a guy they've you know that has they've counted on but you know, again, Randall is is the all star. You know, that's a guy who you need the ball in your, the ball in his hand. Obviously, once the the Knicks improve, whether it's roster wise or chemistry wise, you know, they won't the the you know Randall won't be the obvious threat to beat them. You know, so we'll we'll, we'll see what happens with that. But um. Yeah, well, um, yeah, let's uh, yeah, let's move on uh, to uh, you know the Nets, and uh, yeah, I don't know if you heard that you know the Nets have been a controversy. Oh yeah, with, uh, you mean Kevin Durant? Yeah, Kevin Durant with um, you know with um, you know with uh, Michael Rappaport, you know the, you know the yeah. the actor, the famous actor, right. and apparently you know they had beef online and uh basically uh Kevin Durant said some offensive stuff about him you know while they were you know I guess texting back and forth with each other and as a result uh the NBA um hit him with a you know a $50,000 fine and you know prior to that uh Durant apologized um you know for saying that he didn't he didn't want those tweets to be public to me, that sounds like a half apology because it's like, if you were really sorry, you'd be like, you know, you know, obviously you, it was the heat of the moment. You didn't feel like, you know, you regret, you know, sending it to him. It was like, he was just sorry. To me, it seemed like he was just sorry that he got caught. Yeah. You know, in my opinion. Yes, he fined $50,000. And he's been, uh, he's been out too. He's been yeah. injured. But David Nets are still winning without him. Yeah, that's how talented of a team they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. But the but again, you know, he hasn't been really playing playing that much. But you know, the Nets they've they've been uh, they're still streaking. You know, right. not too long ago they won uh, eight in a row, and right now they're currently on a four game winning streak. And uh, you know, they're going to be facing the Bulls. Uh, on uh, on Sunday afternoon, and then they're going to be battling us Monday night, the same exact time. The Mets are going to be opening their season, uh, unless if they, the Mets move their their game, the opening game to the to the morning. But most likely it's going to, or I should I should say the afternoon. But most likely they're going to be battling out at the same exact time. So oh my goodness, I'm I'm gonna be it's going to be crazy for me. I'm gonna be flicking through the the Mets, the Knicks, the, the Raw. You know, WWE Raw, like, man, yeah, this is going to be hectic. But, yeah, I, I digress. But, yeah, the Nets, you know, they're, um, you know, they just they just keep on rolling. Um, you know, they, they, um, they got Lamar, um, you know, Lamarcus Aldridge. Of course, they got, um, you know, Blake Griffin not too long ago. So, I mean, the pressure is on. They're playing well. It's uh, battling uh, the Sixers for that top spot in the Eastern Conference. Yeah, they just yeah they're they're a half game above the the Seventy Sixers right now. The Nets are thirty four and fifteen, and the Seventy Sixers are thirty three and fifteen record wise. So yeah, man, this is this is yeah, man, this is playoff basketball. Yep. You gotta love it. But now look at this. Not too long ago, when, when the Knicks were on this winning streak, they were in the what the fifth spot. Now they've dropped down all the way down to seventh place. The, the Knicks are twenty four and twenty five. So, 
they've got to they've got to get their act together quick. Yeah, so I said, you know, there a lot of teams right now fighting uh, around that 500 mark. So Knicks have to, you know, start winning these games again, or else they're gonna fall even further down in the in the standings. Mhm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean they they definitely have a good chance against the the, the Pistons tomorrow night, but before they face the before they face the Nets um, on Monday. But yeah, the, the you know the the Knicks they lost to the Timberwolves a game they should have had, especially that was uh, Timberwolves' old stomping grounds. So. Um, yeah, they should have had that win, but knowing the Nets, man, they're, they're, uh, Nets on the other hand, they're definitely, you know, they're definitely going to beat up on the Bulls, you know, the the Bulls are wishing it was the 90s, because if it was, uh, mm-hmm. the Nets wouldn't stand a chance, but, but, um, yeah, I guess we'll, we'll find out what, what happens, uh, you know, as the week, the week goes along, so. The good thing about it is, you know, both bas- you know, both New York basketball teams are um are are competing for a playoff spot. Who yeah, knows? Uh, they might even face alive. each other. Oh, what did you say? Basketball is alive and well in the city. Mhm. Amen to that. Might even be a Nets Knicks battle, you know, again. Possibly. Well, but. Thank God, uh, Tim Thomas and Kenya Martin is in it. We <laughs> might have the same, we might have yeah. the same outcome. But, I mean, hey, we might, we most likely gonna still have the same outcome anyway. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, but, but hey, the this next team, you know, they're they're top in the leagues in defense. So hey, you never know. Stranger things have happened in sports. So yeah, guess we'll find out. But most importantly, Nets are we know Nets are gonna be there. The next they just need to. They need to get their act together and, um, you know, Once get back on their winning yeah. ways. But, um, yeah, sh- shifting gears to winning ways, man. Yeah. WrestleMania. WrestleMania is coming up uh, next next weekend. So, are you pumped, man? Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm interested a bit. Um, you know, it's going to be different. Um, it's similar to last year where you're going to have the two-night. Um, it's mm-hmm. going to be a two-night event. But, I don't know, this year it I, it just feels like it's missing something, and it feels rushed. I agree. I situation. agree. 100%. And I'll, and I'll tell you why. Two words. WWE Fastlane. That's the reason. They they had the they were instead of, they kept hyping up Fastlane they were trying to hype up Fastlane and WrestleMania at the same time and it ruined and then they just had like two or three weeks to hype up WrestleMania like this WrestleMania it, this WrestleMania is like the the road to WrestleMania they have some good interesting matches but like you said it's missing that oomph yeah you know unlike the Attitude Era especially WrestleMania 17 that 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 build up you know. With Rock and Austin, like we 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 have some matches that are very interesting, but they're not on that level. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Let's let's just dive right into it. All right. We got um. We got Cesaro versus Seth Rollins. Uh. Normally I'd say Seth Rollins, but I think Cesaro. You know they. I mean, come on. They they have to give him this victory. What's your thought? Uh. You know. I'd say. I really want Cesaro to win, but then again, I can see Seth Rollins winning it. Yeah. Um, I'm, you know, I'm going to go with Cesaro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know I'm going to regret this, but I feel like, I mean, it's common sense. They, they're, 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 they're putting Cesaro on the microscope that he, he, you know, he can't win the big spot and all that stuff. And this is his first uh, singles match at WrestleMania, believe that or not. Um, yeah, I mean, this, I mean, th- the facts would say Seth Rollins, but they have to, they have to put, they have to give him this opportunity to win, you know, Seth Rollins, I mean, you know, he, he's won most of his matches, obviously against Brock Lesnar and Triple H. I mean, he did lose to Kevin Owens, which is basically Seth Rollins has the same 
feud that he has last year, except you just copy and paste Cesaro on top of Kevin Owens. That's yeah. literally the same mm-hmm. feud. Like, you can't be, win the big one. I've won all these matches. You can't do it. And it's, it's the same feud. Yeah. So, yeah. Cesaro, I'm picking Cesaro, even though I, I'm most likely going to have egg or pie on my face, you know, with WWE booking. Next, speaking of WWE booking, Shane McMahon versus Braun Strowman. I mean, Braun Strowman has to win this match. I know it's a steel cage match. Unless there's, some, there's like a lot of interference or something, Braun Strowman has to win this match. I mean, come on. Shane, but in a cage match, where's Shane going to jump off of? He's going to climb up the cage and just dive off? You know? That's one thing. He's going to jump off the top. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, that's that's why you have Shane McMahon in this match, so he could do his his you know his famous dive, suicide dive, you know, yeah. elbow drop, you know. I mean, that's why you're having this match. I mean, this match would only make sense if Braun Strowman was the villain and Shane McMahon is the good guy, because <laughs> how is Shane McMahon bullying Braun Strowman? You, you're stupid. <laughs> it's like. Uh, Shane is Shane be the good guy and and Braun be the bad guy? Oh, I'm gonna beat you! I'm gonna tear you apart from part. It's like this 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 guy's in a SmackDown Raw match. Like this is not this is not a WrestleMania match. I mean, come on. This and that what... that feud messed up Braun Strowman in my opinion. Oh, continue. I'm sorry. No, I was gonna say this is one of the this is one of the several matches on this WrestleMania card that doesn't make any sense. Exactly. I just read your mind that you, you, you know, you're going to, I mean, you're not feeling this match either. No, I'm not. I don't even know what the point of it is. <laughs> it's not. What, what, what is this going to prove? If Braun Strowman wins, does this mean that he's smart? <laughs> Why are we having this match? Braun Strowman yeah. has like a, like over a hundred pound, 200 pound advantage of him. You know, this, 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 basically big, Braun Strowman is Big Show 2.0 now. It's like they put him in yeah. feuds where he's the good guy and he's feuding against villain villains who are like three times smaller than him. Like, how is this? How are we supposed to root for, you know, a giant, you know, going against a guy who he has a huge advantage over? Like, it, it literally makes yeah. no sense. This is not a a spelling bee, you know. What I mean, this is not Jeopardy where he, where his wit. Are, are going to automatically help him win the match. I mean, obviously there's ring psychology, you know, in you know in matches, but I mean, it, it's it's brain versus brawn, you know. That, that might as well say it's a brain versus brawn steel cage match. Like, I mean, yeah. this is it's a pointless match. I mean, it, 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 who knows? It may uh, it may change my mind, you know, because usually uh, Shane he does have. You know some great matches. I'll give him that. You know, mm-hmm. um, especially his match against Angle back in the days. Yeah, yeah. So it might change my mind. We'll see. But uh, mm-hmm. I'm not feeling this match at the moment. Yeah, I'm with you. New Day versus AJ Styles and Almost. Uh, this is the tag team match. Uh, you know, the Raw tag team match is on the line, and you know, Almost is going to try to fight. You know you know, alongside AJ Styles and win his first ever well this would be their both of their first ever WWE tag team championship match. Yeah. Now I think about it. I'm picking I'm picking um Styles and almost to win. I mean they they, they have to Yeah. So yeah, I'm think I, I could see New Day finding a way to beat AJ Styles somehow and doing it, but they'd have to find a way to stop almost, which I mean that's that's almost impossible. You know, yeah, he, that's a tall dude. Yeah. So, yeah, almost an AJ Styles has to win this match. I mean, hands down. Um, then you have another match. You thought the Braun Strowman match versus Shane match is um, might not be appetizing to watch. Um, Bad Bunny versus The Miz in a singles match. Like, come on, man. This this is a this is this is like. John Cena era raw raw match filler match. Yeah, the Miz just won the title again for the second time ever just a few weeks ago, like a month ago. Are we having this match? We yeah, know Bad Bunny's gonna win. Match. 
Well, what did you say? I'm sorry. No, this is another, uh, you know, strange match. I don't know why. This match makes no sense. We know, we know, John, we know, we know the Miz is gonna lose this this match. Come on, we know Miz, we know Miz is gonna lose this match. What is the point of this match? You put the, you just, he, this guy was just the WWE champion, and you putting him in this this match. Bad Bad Bunny is a twenty four seven champion, but he he never lost the title because he he willingly handed it to R Truth. Is R Truth even in this WrestleMania, or is he like in a battle royale or something? R Truth. R Truth's not even in, in WrestleMania. He probably will make an appearance, of course. Yeah, an appearance, but he's not in a match. I yeah, guess yeah. He'll, he'll defend the twenty four seven somehow within some. I don't know. Some, you know, like a, I guess a, a Divas match or something, or um, night two maybe. Well, I mean, we like, saw last year he lost it to um, to Rob Gronkowski at the last year's WrestleMania. Yeah, I mean, so. he loses it to everybody. He loses. He might lose it to me or you. Uh, you I, know. I wouldn't be surprised if he lost it to Bad Bunny backstage. Yeah, uh-huh. he might. He might lose it again. Who knows? Like, it's ridiculous. I mean, does r really, uh, when you think about it, r doesn't really have many matches these days. He just... He does He's always just running away from people and trying to hold on to the title. I know. They're, they're, such, they're ruining his character, man. Like, this guy, to me, like, seriously, this guy could have been a championship-caliber guy. I mean, this dude won the TNA championship, like, what, over a decade ago? ago? Maybe maybe almost 20 years ago? I can't even remember. Like, this guy, yeah, probably was almost 20 years ago. Because before he came back to WWE, he, um, you know, he won the TNA title. And then he came back, and then, he, you know, he had the little Jimmy gimmick, which was, I think, if I'm not mistaken, that was like 10 years ago. My goodness. It was 10 years ago. Time for him to put the title on him. But, no, they didn't. They didn't put the title on him that time. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it's just, it's just, um, it's just crazy. What match are you – okay, who do you think is going to win um, Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair? Uh, I think Bianca's going to win it. She's going to pull off an upset. Repeat that. Who do you think is going to win? Bianca's going to win it. I think she's going to pull off an, an upset. Yeah, absolutely. I definitely think so. And what about what about Drew versus uh, uh, Bobby Lashley? Uh, you know, I, I want to say Lashley, but I know WWE they're gonna screw him over. So I'm gonna go with Drew McIntyre on this one, unfortunately. I'm sorry. Can you, can you repeat that again? I'm kind of having like difficult. I said Drew McIntyre is gonna win it, unfortunately, because yeah. I know WWE, you know, this gonna screw over Lashley. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with Drew McIntyre on this one. Yep. Unfortunately, I want as much as I want to pick Lashley to win this because that's that's what makes sense. But the WWE booking right now is is insane. For them to kill the the hurt business, not to mention. What the the week before WrestleMania, the the week or two before WrestleMania? I mean, it proves it proves the writing on the wall that they're gonna make they're gonna give um, Bobby Lashley a worse screw job than Kofi versus Brock Lesnar. Like, what was the point of what was the point of the her business breaking up just before WrestleMania? Nobody likes this move. Only Vince McMahon was Vince McMahon literally is the only person reportedly who thinks this is a good idea. Makes no sense. It's dumb. They that, was their, all the, that was their best faction going. It was literally the best faction they had. Like, her business in that short period of time was, like, arguably one of the best factions uh, uh, in a short time, if not even of all time, because that potential that they had, the potential that they had, they could, they literally could have, you could have literally had them as a, as a, a viable tag t- um, faction for years. You could have yeah. booked them up two years from now, and it would have been it would have made sense. Yep. It's it don't make no sense for them to to end break up the their faction right now. Like, 
it 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 boggles the mind. They 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 beat up the you know they beat up on um what should we call it um uh, Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin um and then um Baron Corbin came out and 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 attacked um, Drew McIntyre but he's still on SmackDown like I mean what is the point of this Yeah I don't get it It really doesn't make any point It really doesn't make any sense like I, they, they're in love for some reason. They're in love with Drew and and Bobby Lashley and and and, and Drew McIntyre together because last year they were all in a faction together. Now they're no, actually it wasn't last. It was yeah, it was last year, early last year. No wait, it was two years ago. I think it was because yeah, Drew McIntyre. It was yeah, it was two years ago that it happened because Drew McIntyre was fighting for the championship and won the first title, his first title on the road to WrestleMania. Um, against Brock at this time, so it had to be, it had to be like twenty twenty nineteen is when right. twenty nineteen is when they they had the faction together, and now they're back. The the band is back together again, except against Drew. Like it, it just literally didn't make any sense. It, I mean, it, it I'd be surprised make... if uh, Lashley wins it, but uh, you know, I just have a feeling McIntyre's gonna pull off the win. Uh, yeah, a hundred percent. McIntyre is going to win it, and it makes no sense right now. It really the, the, McIntyre makes it makes no sense for McIntyre to win. I get it. McIntyre is a hero. You want to get the title back on him, but it, it, the timing is wrong. The timing is wrong. You need you need Bobby Lashley to win this, win this, uh, retain the title at WrestleMania, and then, and then you don't know, face Brock Lesnar, ideally. Hopefully, I would assume Brock Lesnar would pop up at WrestleMania and attack Bobby Lashley and start the feud. That's the only reason it would make sense. But it's yeah. just silly. It's like mad silly. Like it makes no sense that they that they're breaking up. The only way this would make sense is ha ha ha. It's a swerve. You know, it's a trick. You know, we're you know um, what's his name Keith Lee. Is a new member of the Hurt Business, and it was all a ruse. They are all, now it's five of them. So you would attack Drew McIntyre, who's also a friend of his, and then the Hurt, once Bobby Lashley wins the title, then the Hurt Business would reveal that they're you know they were they all were in on it, and now they have a new member. That'd be interesting if that. That I would be the only way they that would. That would be the only way that they would it would be. Um, they would redeem this storyline. And then you have Brock Lesnar maybe on Raw, the Raw after WrestleMania. You know, they all five, five of them are laughing like, yo, yo. And my MVP's like, yo, yeah, fly through it, man. Yeah, I thought we broke up, but we are stronger than ever. Yeah, and you know, that could happen. You know. And yeah. then you see them laughing, and then you have Brock Lesnar come out. Then that would hype it up. That would be the only reason that would redeem this broken up storyline. Yeah. So yeah, so that was night one. Another thing, this should have been to me. This should have been the match that ended WrestleMania. Period. Night two. Well, let's go into night two right now. Night two, you got Riddle versus Sheamus, singles match for the United States Championship. I got Riddle to retain. Yeah, I'm I'm leaning towards Riddle as well. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with Riddle. Kevin Owens versus Shane, Sami Zayn. Kevin Owens, hands down. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Kevin Owens as well. Yeah, this is this is like years in the making. They've been best friends for a long time, even before WWE. Like, but they fought before. They, yeah, mean, they fought before. Yeah. Except Kevin Owens was the heel, and Sami Zayn was the the good guy at that time. Yeah. But yeah, but this is WrestleMania. You know, this yeah. this should be more. There should be more hype for this storyline. It's like they yeah. feel like they just throw the storyline. Like a few weeks ago, like this when was rushed. Went, yeah, yeah. Sami Zayn kicked him in the face, you know, because he didn't believe him, and and now they have the feud. This this is a money match right here. This this could be a match that could steal the show if they yeah. give them the opportunity. Yeah. Another match is interesting is Biggie versus Apollo Cruz in the Nigerian dorm match, dorm fight for the Intercontinental Championship. You know, uh, that that could be an interesting match, but like, what's gonna this better be like a no holds bar, a hardcore kind of match. Like, 
drums, uh, drum fight? Or they, could they hit people with the, the drums? Like, well, uh, don't just name it something and it's a regular match, a singles match. Like, well, now we got to find out. We don't even know what the stipulations are. They better explain them um, on, on, on SmackDown, you know. Yeah, I don't know what that's about, but I know Apollo Crews to win it. Uh, yeah, I'm going to pick Apollo Crews to win it, too, because, well, um, yeah, Apollo Crews has to win this. I think Biggie might retain it. I think Biggie might retain it and then lose to Apollo Crews again the next time. Yeah, I think Biggie is going to win it. And then Apollo Crews is going to win the next time they face each other. All right, now it's The Fiend versus Randy Orton. And The Fiend has to win this. This is his mulligan from a few years ago when they had that, that, that match where they had the, fire, the fireflies and the projections and the worms and you know, like when he burned down the the um the you know the um the house, the Firefly Hunt Firehouse the first time years ago. Yeah. This is the redemption of the Fiend. He has the Fiend has to win this match. I mean, yeah. they, they they even hyping it up like they never fought each other at WrestleMania before. <laughs> like, come on. Yeah, I mean, him and Alexa Bliss have been tormenting Randy Orton for these mm-hmm. last several months. Uh, I see Fiend winning this to get his revenge on Randy. Mhm. It makes no sense for Randy to win it, which no is what happened the last time. Yeah. So, all right, now you got uh, the World Women's Championship, Asuka versus Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley is going to win this. She had she had her opportunity to defend her NXT Championship last year against Charlotte. And, uh, you know, she lost it. So I think this is Rhea Ripley's redemption here. And not to mention Asuka. Asuka, they they haven't really made Asuka defend the title lately. It's like WWE doesn't know what to do with her. Like, they they just were were serving her up to Charlotte. But I think think they said Charlotte might have COVID or something. Something happened to Charlotte. Didn't someone mention down on Raw that she has COVID or something? So in any case, that's why Charlotte wouldn't be in the match. Oh yeah, and by the way, um, they had this um, the women slash divas of all time. Guess guess who? Um, how where they ranked Charlotte? Number one. <laughs> they they ranked her number two, but wow. of all time. Wow. You know who you know who's number one? Trish Stratus. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Other than that, after Trish Stratus, it's like all the current women wrestlers. It's it's Charlotte, it's Charlotte, it's Becky, it's Sasha, all, all, all uh, the like all the modern ones. They're all just made. They're all surprisingly all two, four, five, six. You know, all, you know, down the line. Cheating. I mean, come on, like really? I mean, come on. I mean, that's disrespecting all the divas of past. <laughs> that's a joke. Where's and Lita? Lita might even be in the thirty something. I can't even remember what. Thing they 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 um they they ranked her. Maybe I'm gonna have to bring up this list next week. No, not next week. We don't have a show next week. Uh, the week the week after that, two weeks from now, when I come back, maybe I'll try to remember to bring that list and we'll see where the people rank. Um. Yes. What other match? Oh, last but not least, Roman Reigns uh versus Edge versus Daniel Bryan. What What's your thoughts? Well, uh. You know, this should have been a one-on-one match. I, I just wanted to see Reigns against the Edge, but they had to mm-hmm. throw Daniel Bryan in it. But um, I am going with Roman Reigns to retain the title. Um, you know what? Yeah, yeah, Roman Reigns is going to win, win the title because all these other—it's just the Edge and and, and Daniel Bryan cancel each other out. Like, I thought for sure Edge was going to win the title once it was one-on-one against him and Roman Reigns. And then you, you – or if it was Daniel Bryan versus Roman Reigns, then it would have made sense for Daniel Bryan to win it. But now that Daniel – everybody is heels right now. Daniel Bryan's acting like a heel. Um, Edge is acting like a heel. Uh, Roman Reigns obviously is the, the heel of it. Like, they all cancel each other out, really, so – even in a in, in a tie, the champion retains the title, and this is what this is what's gonna happen. Like Roman Reigns is gonna retain it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. 
If Roman Reigns doesn't retain it, Edge will win it. But I think I think Roman Reigns will, I think Roman Reigns will retain it. Yeah. Uh, let me go quickly to the NXT because they have a move, uh, event quickly. Um, let's see. You got ESRI versus Raquel Gonzalez, NXT Women's Championship. I'm picking uh, Raquel Gonzalez to to up to defeat uh, to end Io Shirai's reign. Uh, Walter versus Tommaso Ciampa. I think uh, Walter will retain it. Um, the six man gauntlet match. Um, Dexter Loomis will win that. Uh, he'll he'll defeat um, Leon Ruff, uh, Isaiah Swerve Scott, uh, Bronson Reed, and uh, Cameron Grimes and LA Knight to to. Um, so that he could be number one contender for, you know, the NXT North American Championship on night two. Um, I pick um, MSK to defeat the Grizzle Young Veterans and uh, Legando de la Fantasma uh, for the NXT, for the vacant NXT Tag Team Championship. Um, I think Pete Dunne will defeat Kushida night one. Night two will be, I think, um, the... I think Ember Moon and Shotty Blackheart will defeat and retain the title, the tag team women's title, NXT tag team women's title against Candice LeRae and Indy Dark, uh, Hartwell. And then the, the uh, unsanctioned match, I think Adam Cole will win that against Kyle O'Reilly. Um, Johnny Gargano, um, he'll lose to Dexter Loomis um, in you know, for the NXT North American Championship. They've had a rivalry for months. And I think Jordan Devlin, the NXT UK Cruiserweight Champion, will defeat the the interim NXT American, North American Cruiserweight Champion, and Devlin will be the undisputed NXT Cruiserweight Champion. Um, and then last but not least, Finn Balor will lose the title to Karrion Cross, And, yeah, that's basically it. And then, of course, you have the Hall of Fame thing coming up, I think, on Tuesday night. Um, you know, they have a lot of great people, you know, getting inducted. You, you got NWO. You got Molly Holly. Um, Eric Bischoff. Who else is in there? Kane. Rob Van Dam. Rob Van Dam. Yeah, that's a great one. A long overdue as well. Um, great Kali. Molly Holly, um, Damage already, I think. JBL, I think, is one of them as well. Yeah, it's, it's a, it's um, yeah, a big, a big uh, Hall of Fame. Oh, I think even um, British Bulldog is going in there too. Oh, nice. So, yeah, he'll be honored by. I think his son will, will um, will be there to um, you know, on his behalf. But yeah, Pump, uh, that the Hall of Fame should be good. Check out. Um, anything, anything you'd like to say before we head out? Uh, well, NXT, uh, that you know, I hear that it's moving to uh, Thursday nights, either Thursday or Tuesday nights. I, I, I'm forgetting now. I think Thursday. Um, they might. Yeah, I think it. Did I say that? Uh, it might I be Thursday. So. I think. I think was it dumb? Because yeah, I think you're. I think you're right. Yeah. Oh no no no! They're moving days. Tuesday. They're moving Tuesday. Is that? Oh, April, Tuesday. Okay. Tuesday. Yeah. On April 13th, they're moving to Tuesday, and I think TNA Impact is moving to Thursdays. Okay, there you go. So, yeah, thanks for that, that tidbit. Anything else? Uh, no, uh, everyone have a, you know, happy Easter. Check out my show here later on. Um, we'll check your local, local listings, iMac, on podcast yep. radio. So check out for that here shortly. Yeah, you heard the man. Check out his his podcast for your show iMac, and uh, come back here two weeks. Next week we have it off, um, but uh, two weeks from now we'll we'll definitely be back. We'll give you our WrestleMania um, reviews, and um, you know we'll tell you what's going on in the world of sports two weeks from now, and uh, you know. Thank you guys, ladies and gentlemen, for checking out this episode of Sports uh, Urban Legend. He's Mokali Matthew. I'm William Amo. I'll see you guys next week, and have a wonderful um, Easter Resurrection weekend. Peace.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.